Morning, good morning. Happy Monday. I'm Patricia from Arizona. I'm your video this morning. Is anybody else joining the line? I'd like to say good morning. Morning, good morning. So, people get some Arizona. We really this morning. Anybody else on the line? Would like to say good morning? Happy Monday. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy to hear your voice.
Good morning. Good morning. Happy Monday. That's Patricia from Arizona. I'm your greeter this morning. Did anybody else join the line? I'd like to say good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Sorry. Good morning. It's Priscilla. Good morning. Good morning, Priscilla. I was thinking this is glorious, glorious. Good morning, Sister Gloria. Happy Monday to you. Happy Monday to you too, dear. This is an amazing time. Good morning, Happy Monday. It's a great day to praise the Lord. Happy happy Monday. Y'all have a blessed day. Good morning. Happy Monday to you too, sis. Thank you for joining us. Good morning. Happy Monday. It's Leticia from Arizona. We agreed her this morning. Did anybody else join the line? Let's say good morning. Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Sister Susie. Can you please keep me in your prayers? Absolutely. Thank you. Good morning, JC. Happy Monday. Good morning, JC. I can hear your voice. Well, have a good day. Is there anybody else on the call that would like to say good morning before I get started with the business at hand? Good morning, Susan. Good morning, Susan. Happy Monday to you. All right, it is 6.05, and I'm going to go ahead and get started with the business at hand. I want to take this time to <clears throat> ask that you please press your standard mute button on your listening device as the call is being recorded, and we'd like to preserve the integrity of it. Thank each and every one of you for joining us here on the prayer call. This is Declare Victory, 
which is a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, time, 9 a.m. Eastern time, here to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you with your walk with Christ. Make sure to continue calling in during the month of September, where our monthly theme is entitled Evangelism and Discipleship. Each declare will focus on the care required in loving God as you sit under his teaching, along with those who proclaim God's word, announcing the Savior's coming. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. There is one announcement today. Please join us tonight and every Monday night for Marriage Matters. It's for marriage couples or marriage hopefuls. You can call into the same phone number tonight from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Pacific Time, 8.30 to 9.30 p.m. Central Time, and 9.30 to 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You will be happy that you did. There is one prayer request submitted on the app. It's from Brianna Davis Gray. And she would like to, her grandmother is traveling with her family to Nigeria for her 85th birthday. Please pray for traveling mercies and God's hand of protection to cover them. For an amazing experience and to continue to stay in health and make it home safely. We have two prayer requests submitted on the phone. One is from our sister Susie. We'd like to keep her lifted up in prayer. God, you know her needs, so please touch her as you see fit. The other one is for Miss Diane and her husband, Mr. Wayne. Keep them in prayer for strength and complete healing. The order of the call today is the prayer and corporate praise we brought by Priscilla, the declaration we brought by Gloria, then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the Clara. Again, the order of the call today is the prayer and corporate praise we brought by Priscilla, and the declaration will be brought by Gloria. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. The scripture reading for today is out of Matthew chapter 5, verse 15 to 16, and it reads, Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everything in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. 
May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, I do hear some feedback. So if you can take the time to double check, triple check your listening device to make sure the standard mute button is pressed as the call is being recorded and we would like to preserve the integrity of it. Again, thank each and one of you for joining us here on this marvelous Monday morning as I now pass the call to the prayer warrior. Have a blessed day. Oh, bless your holy name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We come before your throne, Lord Jesus, this morning, just giving you all the praise, honor, and glory, Lord Jesus. We thank you, and we don't take it lightly, Lord Jesus, that we're here. First and foremost, we thank you for waking us up. We thank you for waking us up in our right mind, Father God. You on our minds and our hearts desiring to come here and giving you our first mind, our first thought, our first fruits, Lord Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you for your presence. We don't take that lightly either, Father God, that you are here. Because you say we're two or more gathered in your name, that you're present. Thank you for your presence, Father God. Father God, we just can't thank you enough. And Father God, I, I pray before you that anything that I pray, any thought, word, and or deed that I have done, Father God, known and or unknown, I ask for forgiveness. I pray that my prayer not be hindered, Lord Jesus, that it be a sweet Savior unto you, Father God, and that you receive it, Father God. And I thank you for the opportunity to come before this platform, Lord Jesus of believers who desire and pursue you wholeheartedly, Lord Jesus, and diligently, Lord Jesus, acknowledging who they belong to, Father God, and who they are, Father God. I just give you the praise, honor, and glory. We can't thank you enough, but you even told us that with 10,000 tongues, we would never, ever be able to thank you enough. Oh, Father God, this morning I lift up those in need and a coming to you because you tell us to pray without ceasing, to ask, seek, and to not, Father God. I lift up Lord Jesus, Brianna Davis Gary and her grandmother, Father God, that's traveling right now or soon to Africa, Lord Jesus. I pray that you cover them, Father God, that you protect them, Lord Jesus, that you let no hurt, harm, or danger come to them, Father God that they are mindful of you always, Father God, that you will always give them a way out, Father God, because you tell us those who cry upon the Lord and call out shall be saved, Father God. So give them traveling grace to and from, Father God. May their minds stay upon you so you can give them perfect peace in the midst of whatever they're doing, Lord Jesus. Order their steps for the steps to the righteous are ordered by you, Father God. This I pray for them and their family, Lord Jesus. I also lift up our sister Susie, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, who cries out and knows she needs you, Father God. Whatever the circumstances is, whatever the condition is, Father God, you know all the particulars. You know all the ins and outs. You even know the things that they don't know, Father God. So I pray that you take care of that, Father God, and that you lead and guide her, Father God. And once again, I pray for the peace 
that surpasses all understanding in the midst of whatever she's going through, Father God. And I also cry out, Father God, sometimes we need to cry out, help my unbelief. Father God, for that man that cried out for that, Father God, I pray that for all of us, Lord Jesus, because that's how true and honest we can come before you, Father God. So I lift up my sister Susie and her household and all her concerns and her needs, Father God, and I pray that you have your way in her life, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God. And I also ask, Father God, pray for Diane and Wayne, Father God, that for their healing, Father God, as a married couple, let those that you bonded together, Father God, I pray that they, that they see that your righteous hand move in their lives, Lord Jesus. And whatever the need is in the circumstances, Father God, I pray that you heal them, that you deliver them, that you restore them, Father God, and that they will praise you, that they will understand that their hand, that your hand is upon their lives right now now and always in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, once again for everything, for everything. I thank you for this platform. I thank you for the declare victory line, the obedience, Lord Jesus, of the woman that heard your, heard your direction and heard your calling, Lord Jesus. And as they have they've been here 10 plus years, Father God, that you have continued with this platform and that it will grow greater and greater and greater because we honor nothing and no one but the truth of the word, Father God. We desire nothing and no one but to have your way in our lives, Lord God. So we just give you the praise and honor and the glory this morning, Father God. We thank you that you're teaching us, Father God, and showing us how in our, in, our, in our everyday walk, in our everyday life, what we're supposed to do, who we are, what we're supposed to be about, Father God, which is your Father's business, Father God, your business, Father God, how we are, just, how we are called, Father God, to evangelize and disciple, Lord Jesus, always consistently and constantly, Lord Jesus, that we can come before each other in honesty and ask questions, Lord Jesus. Jesus, to go deeper into clarity, to understanding, Father God, so that word can be established in our hearts, established in, that, in our minds, and letting the mind of Christ raise up in us, Father God, over and over and over again, Father God. I thank you for this platform of believers, Lord Jesus, to desire to walk in your will and your way, who understand that it's a consistent and constant teaching, Lord Jesus, and that we need it over and over and over again, so it can be a established so we can walk firm and upright before you, Father God, so we can hear from heaven clearly and hear from the Holy Spirit clearly, Lord Jesus, for we want to come before you and hear the words, well done, my good and faithful servant. It is necessary. It is needed, Father God, and I thank you, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that we shall not be dismayed, Father God, that you will strengthen us, Father God, and that you will help us, Lord, Father God, and that you will uphold us with your righteous right hand, Father God, according to your word, Lord Jesus. And I thank you for that, Father God. I thank you that we don't have to fear or be dismayed, Father God that you will strengthen us and that you will help us and that you will hold us up, Father God, with your righteousness, Father God. I thank you for that. I thank you, Father God, because I know it to be true that even in the midst of whatever we're going through, that we keep our minds upon you, Father God, that you will keep us in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon you because we trust in you, Father God. And that's how we show you that we trust in you, Father God, because in the midst of whatever we're going through, you remind us of that word, Father 
Father God, that we store deep in our heart. You remind us, Holy Spirit, that to keep our minds upon you and trust you. And Father God, we want to show that. We want to show that in our ways and what we do and what we talk and how we walk, Lord Jesus, regardless of what we're going through, Father God. But it's because of your word, because it's sharper than a two-edged sword, mighty and able to bring down strongholds, Father God. Bless your holy name. And it's true, Father God, because we know it, Father God. So I, I thank you, Father God, for that, Father God. We just give you the praise, honor, and, go, and all the glory, Lord Jesus. And I thank you that this morning we're, that your word is unfailing and that your love is unfailing, Father God. We put our trust in you. Show us the way that we should go, for we entrust our lives in you, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. I thank you. I thank you, Lord Jesus, because you've shown us so much. And you've taught us so much. And I just can't thank you enough, Lord Jesus. And Father God, I thank you because with man, with man it's impossible. See, but with you, Father God, I can pray for the impossibilities, Father God, because nothing is impossible for you, Father God. And I trust and believe and I have seen it in my own life. And I know others will see it too. And I pray that for it for every single ear and heart that's working, that you show up, Father God, in their lives and show us the impossibilities, Father God. I thank you for that, Lord Jesus. Father God, I thank you for that, because miracles, signs, and wonders will follow those who believe. So help us, help us to hold on to that belief, Father God, and know that you will show up in due season, because we declare victory in everything we do. And we know that we win if we don't quit, Father God, because that's one thing that you take on every case, and one thing that we know, that you never lost one, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Father God, that you've called us before the foundations of the earth that we were chosen that we didn't choose we didn't choose you but you chose us and that's an honor father god that we have a, a chance to have eternal life it's mind-blowing when you think of it father god and as you teach us more and more and more father god how could we not want to do what you called us to do it's an honor and a privilege that you call us your friend father god because you want us to know intimate things about you, intimate things about heaven, Father God. As we go about our day, as we go about our way, it's mind-blowing. I just can't praise and thank you enough as I get to know you more and more, Father God. Since you are my rock, you are a rock in our fortunes, Father God. I pray that you lead and guide us for your name's sake, Father God. All of us, Lord Jesus, through this day, Father God, through our lives, Father God, until we come home to see you, Father God. I just give you the praise, honor, and all the glory this morning. Oh, God, oh, God, I thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, my brothers and my sisters, take your phones off of mute and begin to praise the Lord. Give him the honor and the glory this morning that he so deserves. And we just thank you. Again, take your phones off of mute and begin to worship and praise the Lord corporately and collectively. Thank you, Lord. Glory to your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Good morning. Thank you so much, Priscilla. Thank you for that fervent prayer. Thank you, Leticia, for graciously um, being our guest, our host this morning, our greeter. That's what that's the word for. Our greeter. So thank you. Good morning, Declare Victory. Glad that you are here. Grateful to have the opportunity to be here and speak with us, saith the Lord. It is a word from the Lord. So I want to uh, give you all a heads up. My phone only hangs up on the Declare Victory call in the middle of the call. I switched out, got a new phone, everything else, and it keeps doing that. So just in case, I'm giving you the disclaimer. If it, if it goes out, I'm going to call right back in. But to God be the glory, we believe God for it not going out this morning um, and for God being glorified. So this morning, we have been so blessed all this month with our theme of evangelism and discipleship. And um, it, we've heard so many teachings, so many um, instructions, so many um, examples of how to evangelize and what evangelism means and and why we do it. And so this morning, I'm going to follow through, follow up with what God gave me. And um, we're coming from Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 to 18. And um, I'm going to go to the word. Matthew 5, 13, and I'm reading out a King James Version of the Bible. Ye are the salt of the earth. Wait a minute. Shell, can you hear me? Am I clear? Yes, ma'am. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Matthew 5, 13. Ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost his savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing, but to be cast off and to be trodden under foot of men. 14, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Think not that I am come to destroy the law, or the prophets, I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall not shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. The word of God for the people of God, blessed be the name of the Lord our God. Um, many of us, that's a very familiar scripture um, that that we're going to look at today. But before I get to the scripture, I want to tell you a story. I want to tell you a story about the Bible says that one plants, one waters, and God brings the increase. My story of evangelism, and I'm not going to tell you the whole thing because it's way long, um, but I want to tell you the very last piece of the watering, <laughs> the watering session, because we we have all of us, every single one of us, that has accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, Savior, a call to evangelism. That's our primary job. So regardless to whether we feel like we're ready, we think we're ready, 
we all have a place and a and a position of evangelizing. Everybody's, as has been said many times this month, everybody's may may not be out on the street corner, may not be on the pulpit. Most of ours, all of ours, has it begins a beginning in the family and with the people that we're connected to. So let me tell you this story about uh, my process with my friend Sherry. Sherry is a girl, is a lady that I hung out with. This was before I accepted Christ as Savior. Sherry was my, we smoked, we snorted, we hung. But one thing about Sherry, Sherry always, and when I say always, I don't care where we were at, Sherry always had her Bible with her. It's a big green Bible she used to carry all the time. We we met working together, and she would always be on the Bible reading, on the bus riding her Bible as we were going to work and when we hung out, when she would come over to the house and we would be getting high, whatever, she had her Bible. So this one particular day, it was a Saturday, she came over to my house and we were sitting there getting high. And as I commiserated, she commiserated her problems and situations to me. And I, in like manner, gave her my problems and my situations, talking to her, just talking and talking and talking. And there were some things that had happened that got it allowed to happen in my life prior to this that that helped me to understand now that they were all part of my process of coming to him and getting to him and getting to know him as my savior and my lord well this particular saturday sherry and i were sitting there getting getting high and she said to me as i told her all my problems i guess they might have got to be they just might have just would just overloaded her and what she said to me was well gloria do you ever pray? I kind of pondered in my mind, do I pray? Uh, well, I don't really, this is a, my thoughts in my mind. I don't really know about prayer because the last time I prayed, which was uh, probably about six months before that, my cousin, I prayed not, I, I, I was still in my unsaved state, but I made a bargain with God that if he uh, allowed my cousin to live, that I would uh I would turn around, I would I would give my life to him, I would live for for the Lord. And I did about good two days, two two, three days of not getting high and praising God with my gospel music and all of that. And my cousin still passed. And so with that I had kind of like, man, I ain't praying no more. So when she asked me that question on that Saturday, as we were sitting here getting high, I was like, Well, I don't know, I don't know about that prayer thing. But what did set in my heart, in my mind that day was, you know what? But she, the other thing she said to me was, you know, you know, you have to pray. She said, you know, now I have my, I get high and everything, and I have my Bible with me all the time. But I can tell you, I have some of my, my best encounters with the Lord when I'm high. And I'm like, I don't know about that, Sherry. I don't. Anyway, um, what set in my mind and in my heart that day was the church that I had joined because I, I joined church. I joined church before. I, the church that I joined, I decided I was going to go to church the next day because it was a Saturday. We were sitting there getting high. I'm going. I'm going to church. I'm going. I'm going to go to church tomorrow. Um, I had joined this church previously because my son um, kept asking me, "Why don't you take me to church?" Mom always took me to church. We need to go to church, and so I started going to church. And I was going to church uh, pretty regularly until my cousin passed. And then I decided that I was mad at, at the church, and I was mad at the people in the church, and I didn't want to fool around nothing with God. That's where my where I was. So anyway, 
the next day I got up and got uh, Jamar dressed and he and I went to church. And I can't tell you to today what Reverend Shears preached because I don't remember. But I do remember sitting in the seat and thinking to myself, God, if you are really real, I need you to help me. I need you to do something for me because I'm not going to make it the way that I am. And um, I, I rededicated my life to Christ that day. And that was March, uh, March 7th, 1982. And from that day to this, weed, cocaine, and all the rest of it, 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 that's not my stuff. That's not what I do. Who I am is who Christ has made me to be. And the, the, uh, the, the Sherry, bless her heart, I love her. I still love her. Um, we aren't in contact with each other anymore because, unfortunately, um, uh, as uh, Pastor Jackie talked about evangelizing and vandalizing, well, Sherry, God bless her, I love her. She got mad because I got saved. She wasn't mad at me for getting saved. She was just mad at the fact, and this is what she said, I can't believe that I've been praying and reading my Bible all this time and you just go to church one day and you get saved. And I and 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 you just stop getting high. I've been asking God all this time to stop me from getting high. So I bless God for her for her evangelizing, for her mentioning to me about prayer, for God using her to water. And all of us have a place where we are to either plant water and allow God to bring the increase. Now, while her 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 after 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 way of kind of like Jonah, Jonah went and preached in Nivea, and then he was mad because God saved the people. Okay, it just went out. You get, uh, Can you hear me, Shell? Yes, ma'am. Okay. All right. So her 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 method methodology, her reaction. That's not my business. My business has been these years to pray for her and to allow God to do what God needs to do in her life. But the the important thing that I'm I use uh, that that. I use that example of evangelism as because she did evangelize by pointing me to the word and to prayer, to pray to God and to, and to trust God to to take care of my situation, even though we both were commiserating today. The distractions of the world have caused many within the body to get self-focused rather than kingdom-focused. Our job, our primary job, the first thing, our first priority is to be ambassadors for the kingdom. Jesus did not suffer an ugly, gruesome, horrifying death for you and for I, for us, for everybody that was, everybody that is, and everybody that will ever be. Jesus did not go through all the things that he suffered beaten, whipped, humiliated, 
everything, all of the ugliness that he went through, rejected, dejected, mocked, scorned, hung on a cross, nailed to a cross, hung up, lifted up, pierced in the side so blood blood and water ran down to pay the penalty for your sins and for my sins. He didn't do all of that just so our focus as the body of Christ would be, well, I need a new car. I want a husband. My life ain't right. No, he did it. He came. He didn't come just to, to, he didn't come to make us better. He didn't come to to be our Santa Claus. He He came to redeem, to recover, to take back the kingdom of God. He came to restore the kingdom of God. In one one move, Adam and Eve, by their disobedience, surrendered the kingdom, dominion of the kingdom, the earthly kingdom, surrendered it to the enemy and to the uh, the the sin, to the the power of sin. They surrendered it, but Christ redeemed it. Not only did Christ redeem it, he regained the kingdom back under the authority of God. He had to come through the flesh in order to fulfill God's mandate in Genesis 3 that, the, that, that through a woman, deliverance was going to come. Had to come through a woman. Had to, he had to come put on an earth suit in order to fulfill his, his, his mandate that a man had to die, that blood had to be shed. The holy God put on an earth suit to shed blood for you and for me so he could redeem us, so he could restore us, so he could recover his kingdom and then cause it to be filled with his spirit, to operate under the, under the, the knowledge and the understanding that he is, is the omniscient God, to operate and understand that he is the king of kings and the Lord of lords that he is Alpha and Omega. He is our beginning and our end. There is none other like him. Hallelujah. He is God all by himself. And our first priority, our first thing is first to do the will of the Father. As as light in the earth, Matthew 5 says that we are, that's you and me. Jesus was teaching us. He said that we're the salt of the earth. The salt preserves, hallelujah, but if the salt has lost its ability to preserve, the salt has gotten wrapped up and mixed up in all the things of the world and decided that it wants to do its own thing. It only wants to, to fulfill what it wants to fulfill. And it wants God to bargain. It wants to bargain with God in order to say, well, I can do this much, but I can't do that. I can, I can love, but I can't forgive. I can be loved, but I don't have to forgive. The salt has lost its savor when that happens. And the Bible says it's worth nothing but to be trampled under the foot of men. So if there's unforgiveness, if there's, if, there's, if there's a place in us that we have decided that we will not surrender to God in order that we will be the best light, the best salt, the strongest salt, according to the power of the Holy Spirit that it is in us, if we try to hold on to anything else, then we diminish, we make ourselves even as the unbeliever. First things first. 14, you are the light of the world. A light that is set on a hill cannot be hid. To be set 
upon the hill. The scripture says, I will lift up my eyes into the hill for which cometh my help. All of my help from the, comes from the Lord. To be set up on the hill means that our foundation, our establishment, our stability, who we are, our foundation is the hill of the Lord. It's God. It's his word. Our feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Peace was that our peace is established in the peace that Jesus gave us back to God the Father. Everything we have is established in, in God because it was according to God's divine plan and God's divine purpose that he allowed Christ to go through everything he went through in order to redeem you and I. So we can't come in, we can't come in making our own way, trying to do it our own way. I'm trying to have it our way and negotiate and make a plan different because the plan is already established. Nobody comes to the Father but through Christ. Hallelujah. Number 15, neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. It's got to be put up so men can see, and it gives light unto all that are in the house. Our light, the light of Christ is in us. When we accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit came to reside in us. And God illuminates first within us. Because the Bible says the candle is the light, is the, the man's spirit is the candle of the Lord in us to show our inward part. The light has to shine within us so that we can shine the light out to the world. We can allow the glory of Christ as God reproves and, and corrects and, and directs and molds and makes and heals and delivers us. We are able to share the love of God with others. No, when you first get saved, you're not going to know it all. No, even if, you, if, even if you've been saved for a while and you've not committed yourself to study, you're not going to know it all. And even if you have, you still won't know it all. But we have to draw nigh unto him because he, he draws nigh unto us. He said, knock and the door shall be open. Ask and you'll find. When we seek him, we'll find him. He said, hold on to wisdom and understanding about him and wisdom and understanding in him. Hold on to it like it's gold because it is our goal, body. It is our goal, kingdom. We are kingdom first and foremost. We are the kingdom of the living God first and foremost. Sit here to evangelism, to evangelize, to colonize this world, this earth, that others wait for the kingdom of God. Sit here to share the kingdom of God, the power of God, the love of God with others so that they will know the same Christ that we know and know him in the fellowship of his suffering and in the power of his resurrection. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 16, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father, which is in heaven. Think not that I'm come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For verily I say unto you, until heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the Lord law until all be fulfilled. Jesus came in order to fulfill the law. He was the embodiment of what the law is, but he comes, he came to us. He came for us by grace. By grace we are saved through faith and not that of ourselves. We, it is a gift of God. It's the gift of God that causes our salvation. So it's not ours to hold on to. It's not ours to try to regulate people and make people be like us, sound like us, act like us. It's ours to surrender and allow this to the, the, be, be disciples to the Spirit of Christ and evangelize so that others will come to know the love of God. For God so 
so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in Christ shall not perish, but have everlasting life. When we accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, we became his ambassadors, his representatives, his radiant light here on earth. Now, for I'm going to give you some scripture references. You can look them up on your own because I, I don't want to take too much time this morning, but I want to give you what God gave me. Gave me. Matthew 5, 13 to 18, Ephesians 5, 8, Philippians chapter 2, verse 15. Matter of fact, you can study the whole chapter of Philippians 2. And 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 5 through 28. Now, as a radiant light, there's some characteristics of kingdom light or radiant light, radiant light, kingdom of God light. These are some, some of the characteristics. And what I'm going to do is I pulled out my Strong's Concordance, and I'm going to give you the Strong Concordance uh, assigned number for what I'm going to say. And you can go back and look at all the scriptures. The way Strong's Concordance works, it gives you and it gives the, the whatever the phrases you're looking for, it gives you the assigned number, and then it lists most of the scriptures, if not all of them, that are in the Bible concerning what that, that subject is. So the first thing, as a candle, the uh, code is 636. And you can always put it in Google, do Strong's 636, and it should come up. If not, do the Blue Letter Bible. It will come up because it's connected to Strong's. 636, candle. We illuminate. Did we dispel darkness? This, the scripture reference, the one that I picked out, Psalm 18, verse 28. We are to be good influences. One of the characteristics as a, as, a, as a kingdom light is we're to be good influences. The code for that is 1750. 1750. And the scripture that I, I use for that is 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 2. We are to be, I hear some, some background. If you can check your phone, make sure you're on mute, please. We're to be spiritual light. Spiritual light. The code is 2166. The scripture, Acts 13, verse 47. Acts 13, verse 47, and Philippians chapter 2, verse 15. We are to be, now those were the evangelism uh, instances, uh, uh, characteristics that, that deal with evangelism. These are the ones dealing with, uh, that focus on discipleship. Sons of light. We are, kingdom lights are sons of light. The code is 745, 745. The scripture is Ephesians 5 and 8. The fifth one, we're to have singleness of heart, meaning one focused heart, one focused mind on the will and the purpose of God. And hold on one second. Singleness of heart. The code is 3333. 3333 is the code, the Strong's code. The scripture references are Colossians chapter 3, verse 22, Ephesians 
chapter 6, verse 5 through 7, and Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 to 11. And then as also as a kingdom light, we are to be spiritually receptive, receptive to the will of God, receptive to the word of God, meaning when God speaks, we immediately respond. Yeah, I use that word. When God speaks, when God gives us direction, we need to immediately surrender and obey him. Now, that doesn't mean that when he gives us, when he's telling us something, if he hasn't told us to move yet, we, we, he may, it may not be time for us to move and to start to doing a thing, but it is time for us to pray and to press into that thing so that our spiritual reception, our, our heart measure, our, our uh, surrender, mute your phone, please. Our surrender to the word is being built up even more. So our, our, our spiritual receptiveness, the code is 2960. 2960. And the scripture for that is 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. So as kingdom lights, as lights of the earth, we are candles, we illuminate, we dispel darkness. We are good influencers and good influence to others meaning we're not, we not sharing prayer requests with a side note the gospel. We're not sharing information about, about something that happened to somebody in order for the, with, a, with, a, with a, a veil on it, like, well, I'm just sharing this with you to pray about it. Well, okay, we're going to pray after we start talking and trying to dissect it and pull it apart and who did what and who shot John. No. Mm-mm. A good influence. Sister called with gossip, brother called with gossip, mama called with gossip. No, we're going to pray. Let's pray about that and leave it alone. We ain't going to talk about people. We don't talk about people. Because when I talk about you, I'm talking about me. Because you are my sister. You are my brother. We are one in Christ Jesus. I'm talking about that person that God loves and Christ died for. So who am I to put my mouth on you? Or who are you to put your mouth on me? Who are we to put our mouth on each other? We need to just hush. If you can't pray and, you, and you, you're not willing to, to step in and to help where your help is needed, then you just need to go reevaluate yourself because it's not about the other person. And the other thing, Thank you, Holy Spirit. The enemy tries to keep us from sharing our testimonies for fear of somebody going and talking about you and all that kind of stuff. At the end of the day, part of the one of the one of the examples of test of, test of, of evangelism was sharing your testimony about what God has given, what God has done for you. If I was not, if 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 I were not able to share the testimony of having having gotten pregnant at 15 and had my baby at 16 and being considered the whole of the block by the mothers of the other folks I was hanging with, my friends. If I were not able to, to share that, I couldn't help the young girl who's going through that right now. 
if I couldn't, if I couldn't share the testimony, if we can't share whatever it is, but the, the raggedy marriage, the marriage that was tore from the floor, the, 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 the testimony of how I was at a point of, of almost, no, I was at a point of murder, but God stepped in, of murder, but God kept me. The testimony of going to the, to the uh, mental health ward. And the people not let me in. The Holy Spirit steady saying, no, that's not where you want to be. The testimony of being able to say to my 22-year-old when she came to tell me she was pregnant and thought I was going to lose my mind, hey, don't worry about Listen, God is the author of life. Who am I to judge you? At least you're 22 and working. I was 15. So thanks be to God who causes us to triumph in all things. We're to be spiritual lights. We're to be good influencers, spiritual light. We're supposed to shine the light of Christ. Our light, our, our testimony ought always be. And I know sometimes we go through life where we, you, sometimes I, we can't get a prayer through. We don't feel like we're getting a prayer through, but God hears us. And God knows what we're, what we're saying. And he connects us with those who will pray for us when, we don't, when we're not in a position to pray for ourselves. So spiritual light. We, we, we are the spiritual light for somebody who's in darkness. And, the, the, and then we're the sons of light. Who is Christ? Christ is light. And we're his sons. We're God's sons and daughters. We have the single mind of lifting up the name of Jesus, declaring to this dying world that God does so love the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. And then we're to be obedient, submissive, surrendered, to the word and the will of God, to do God's will. So in, 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 in essence, as the light of Christ, the light of this world, the ambassadors for the kingdom, the ministers of reconciliation, that's who we are. We have to declare to this world who we are. We have to declare it to ourselves first to know it and to receive it. Because for real, for real, to the light, to the, to the measure, that we believe the truth that Christ is coming again. And for those who do not know him, those who don't accept Christ as Lord and Savior are going to a devil hell. They're going to be cast into the lake of fire with Satan and the dragon and death. Revelation 22. Look it up. They're going to be cast into the lake. 21. They're going to be cast into that lake to burn eternally and be separated from God forever. I don't want that for my family members. I don't want that for anybody that God has connected me to. And the truth of the matter is we are here to do God's work, to do God's business. We got to keep the first things first. We got to declare to this dying world that you don't have to stay separated from God. Adam and Eve's sin separated, separated all mankind from death. I mean, it's all mankind from God. But, hallelujah, thanks be to God, who causes us to triumph through Christ Jesus. Jesus came, and he paid the cost. Jesus came, and he paid it in full. Jesus came and hung on the cross until, until everything, everything. In Isaiah 53, it says, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our, our he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. The stripes he wore, that was our peace he bore. 
So if he bore them, why do I need to be worried and discouraged and condemned and, and bogged down by issues and situations in life? No. No, I cast, we cast our cares on him because he cares for us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And so, 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 we got to keep the first things first. We have to, we have to, have to. It's not a want to. It's not just a want to. But thanks be to God, our love for God and God's love for us. And as we are doing what he told us to do, he takes care of the things that concerns us. He said in the word, he's concerned about those things that concern us. So as we bow to him and surrender to him and share and love those who we consider to be unlovable, love them enough to love the hell right up out of them, love them enough to forgive the hell right up out of them and right up out of us, love them enough in order to allow God to heal us from the bitterness that keeps us separated from them, love them enough to, to, to declare to them that God loves you, whether it's by a bowl of soup, it's always going to be by prayer because we're always praying and we're always to pray for those who don't know him. A bowl of soup, a couple of dollars, care packages, however it is that we declare, show this world the love of God so they will see our good work and glorify our Father who is in heaven. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end with the scripture. It's First Peter chapter 5 beginning at verse six. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, is as a roaring lion, lion walking about, seeking whom he may devour, whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. But the God of all grace, who have called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that you have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. That was First Peter chapter 5, verses 6 to 11. I'm going to share this last little piece with you. A few weeks ago, I, I was dreaming. I had this dream. And in the dream, I had a lion by its tail. And I was swinging it and swinging it around like a whirlwind. Whirlwind. Make it, getting up more and more momentum. Round and round and round and round and round. And then I threw the lion out the window. And I woke up. Right after I threw the lion out the window. And I say, I believe that that was God's affirming to me, that he's given me power over the power of the enemy. So don't, get, don't trip. Don't trip. Things happen. They're going to happen. Because in this world, you're going to have tribulation. But be of good courage. For Jesus has already overcome the world. God bless you. Now, Shell. Let's just always be reminded to keep the first things first. The first things first. The first thing is God's will first. All the things that I've held dear, the vanities, the whispered in.
my ear What would I do if they all disappeared? Riches and fame and all that they could buy I've come to find they never satisfy What would I gain if my soul's a prize? I don't wanna love what the world loves I don't wanna chase what the world does I only want you I only want you First things first, I seek your will Okay, sure. Give it all my love. Thank you. Thank you. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for reminding us to keep you first, Father. Keep your will and your desire first, God. To seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. To seek you first and all the other things and your righteousness, God, and all the other things you'll add to us. Thank you for allowing us by the power of your spirit to fret not ourselves because of evildoers. But in due season, they will be cast down. So, Father, we bless you. We worship you. We thank you for being able to operate right now, Father, in the place of victory in every area of our lives. In Jesus' name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. 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 Thank you, Shell. Thank you so much. All right. So we're going to um, go back to our second greeting. And if there are any, we're going to do it in order. If there are any men that are here that want to say good morning, we're going to let you do that. Then we're going to do first-time callers. And then we will have anyone who has, who maybe it's not their first time calling in, but they've never spoken or they've never spoken. Then And then we're going to open it up for all of our sister friends who are such a blessing. You all are. Everybody on here is a blessing, so I thank God for you. So, are there any brothers that want to say good morning? Any brothers? Morning, Glow. Great decoration. Good morning. Who am I speaking to? Brother Johnson. Hey, Brother Johnson. How you doing? Good like gravy. (laughs) <laughs> All right, uh, that's my big brother, the chauffeur, right? Yes. 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 You know I don't know about no Jonathan. Oh, Jonathan, <laughs> you said Jonathan. Stop listening. He is as young no more, but that's okay. They're still working. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. <laughs> hey, brother Jonathan, love you. Love you, Glow. Thank you. Anybody else? Any other men? Any other brothers? No other brothers? Okay. Are there any first-time callers that want to say good morning? Okay. 
No first-time callers. Any callers, it's not your first time, but you've never spoken. You decide this morning to be a great morning to say good morning. All right. Sisters, have at it. Good morning, darling daughter. Good mother. Good morning, Mama. Great declaration the part that I heard. Okay. Love you. Good morning, girls. Beautiful um, um, declaration this morning. Very thought-provoking and powerful. Um, Oh, that's Juliet. Hi, I'm sorry, Juliet. I'm sorry. I'm going on this tour, I think. Good morning, it's jubilant. <laughs> hey, jubilant. Listen, when I heard you, I, I called right back in. Thank God my eye was on the phone. I was like, no, you're not. Not today. So God bless you. Good morning to you. Good morning, Glove. That was awesome. This is Swanita. Hey, Swanita. Good morning. God bless you. Good morning, Glow. I'm going to jump in for Didi. Sister, sister. Great declaration. Love you. God bless you. I love you, too. Any other sisters have want to say good morning? Okay. Good morning. Well, is that Gigi? Yes, good morning. Good morning, Gigi. God bless you. Good morning, Flo. Good morning, Flo, Miss G. How are you, Miss God bless you. God bless you, Miss G. Good morning, Sister Lisa. God bless you. Great decoration. Hey, hey. Hey, Sister Lisa. God bless you. Hey, hey. To you, too. Good morning, Miss Kindness. What a great decoration. Thank you so much, beautiful. God bless you. God bless you, Connie. Anybody else? If not, we're going to move over into um, Love, Life, and Victory. Are there any questions, any aha moments? Anybody need some clarity on anything? Good morning. I I this is funny though. I don't um have any questions. I really think it everything was so good. Your your the way you um you know, just explained everything and um the story with your friend and as well as and I pray for, you know, you guys and pray for her as well. Um but yes, this I mean it's it's awesome. Um, you know, you Told it like it is, you know, <laughs> what we need to be doing and how easy it is for someone to plant a seed. As you said, you know, one plant, the other one waters, and God give the increase. So, you know, your friend planted that seed was all you praying, even your son asking you to take him to church. So yeah, all absolutely. of that, you know, was a blessing because really we just don't know when God is, how God is going to use certain situations. 
to help us to grow, to take us to where he need us to be. Um, and like I said, it could be a simple word to someone, you know, simple um, asking someone, do they know Jesus or, you know, anything. So I just thank God for you and thank God for um, the word this morning. Thank you. All right. God bless you. Thank you. You're right. My son, I, I, I often think about the fact that had I aborted him or whatever, he was really paramount in what led me back to Christ because some things that had, some things that had happened. And he, like I said, he was worrying me about taking him to church because mama took him to church. Mama always took me to church. Well, you can't take me to church. And um, the blessing was the church, the church that I went to, went to, that I took him to just to get him off. He grew there. All of my kids grew there because it was my my place of foundation um, or or my place of growth. My place of foundation was actually when Mama used to uh, uh, drag us to church, as we said early. One of the earlier declarations, she drug us and made us go, and all the all the Bible verses and all those things. Once I accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior, all the scriptures and stuff just came, that they were just coming back and coming back and coming back, reminding me. Holy Spirit was just bringing back to my remembrance the things that I learned even as a child. So I thank God for good foundation. And that's one of the things we need to pray for this world and the children in this world now, for them for for God to, to if their parents or their families are not leading them to Christ, that somebody would be an interceder. Somebody would show the love of Christ. Somebody would sit down, pray with them, uh, open the Bible with them. So, yeah. Does anybody else have anything? Praise the Lord. I I like the fact that um, I think her name was Sherry. I, I like mm-hmm. the fact she never denied who God was in the midst of whatever it was. We may call it her mess, but actually it was a message for you. So exactly. that, was, that was so profound that, you know, even though we can be so faithful, but it's the light that you talked about. You talked about the different kind of lights. That's what she was. And I'm mm-hmm. sure the did deliver her because sometimes we can ask God for something and as much as we get on his nerves asking him, as much as he going to get on our nerves delivering us because he's exactly. asked of the Father. So Grace, yeah. that made, that was so, it made so much sense. It was so clear. Um, don't stop doing what we do. Sometimes it doesn't come verbally. A lot of times it comes with action, but we want to make sure we're displaying the right light not a dim light, not no kind of light, but that radiant light. Grace here, I absolutely love you. Thank you for your teaching. Thank you for your press. Thank you for being my sister. I love you. I love you too, sis. I love you too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Does anybody else have anything to share? I'm not going to be no dead who? Well, no, no. I'm going ch- to change that. I will not prolong the time. If nobody has any questions, comments, So nobody else has anything? Amen. Amen. I'm going to give you back some time. 
All right. God bless you. The peace of Jesus is upon you. Have a blessed and wonderful, marvelous Monday in Jesus' name. Love you. Oh, tonight, Marriage Matters. And if you're not going to be on Marriage Matters, we'll hear you again in the morning, Lord willing. God bless you. Love you. God bless you. you. Love you too. Have a God bless you. Love you too.